Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all over the world, welcome to another episode of Tyler Bryan Hour, aka TBH, aka TBR. I'm your co-host, Be Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince Vegeta, while they hating. Before I pass it to my brother and my brethren, it might sound a little different because we are kind of in two different areas. It's my fault. We're going to get into that when we get into that. But it's been too damn long since I passed it to my boy, my brethren, man's in the MTTL. You want to say something to the people? Boy, it's been too damn long, like you said. And what up, though? It's your co-host, Tyler the Libra, a.k.a. TTL, a.k.a. Libra Hendrix in the building. We are gathered here today on May 9th, um, 2023. Um, I just want to say, uh, I just want to say um, happy early Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, to all the earths out there that um make your make your children what they are and for bringing us into this world um <clears throat> be her your your mother your mother uh especially mama dukes um, likewise likewise yeah uh, yeah man i just want to get that out there um and to any of our any of our uh long-time friends that are now mothers too so like we're, I'm, ha- I'm happy for y'all appreciate y'all and y'all y'all do y'all y'all doing it for uh Y'all definitely doing it for your kids, bro. So I just want to get that out there. But anyway, yeah, it's been it's been a long time. Uh, damn near about a month. Um, for whatever reason, I got this be heard to me. I, I just got this forever. I just got this raggedy ass cough for like a month now. And don't worry, I got myself checked and everything. It's not COVID related. It's just this raggedy ass smoker's cough. So I need to figure out what this is. So I could get back on, so I could be back to sound like a normal person. And uh, (laughs) let me clarify, Uh, we haven't really been face to face to do a podcast in a while. And that's not because of this cold. It's not because I gave him to him or nothing like that. It's more so. Well, actually, let me let me start with what Tyler said, because I think Tyler made a good point that I wasn't even going to touch on. Um, Yeah. Shout out to all the mothers out there. Shout out to uh, the strongest women that I know personally. My two closest, obviously, being Mom Dukes and then Grandma. And then also, uh, shout out to Ken's being a first-time mother. Happy Mother's Day to her. And shout out to Andrew and Bri, my two, my three relatively close homegirls of mine that I truly appreciate. And I'd probably go fucking crazy without. So, uh, I don't know if they'll listen to this, but yeah, shout out to them. But the whole reason why we kind of had disappeared was um so just to give a little timetable tyler went to detroit obviously i want him to touch on that when i'm done then i had called backs and due to unfortunate circumstances that i won't get into because it's nobody's business but i had to take down those episodes um so then the reason why you guys never got another episode was one conflict of schedules but for at least my aspect and my part is more to blame than Tyler. So if y'all want to send death threats to go crazy, I guess. But the main reason is because the the company that I work at right now currently, it's like summer. It's outdoors. It's lawnmower parts. So it's kind of centric around that sort of thing. So by definition, we're kind of in our busy season, right? And with being in our busy season, We've been busy. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Last year, I feel like to just put it a perfect analogy. Um, 
last year when we was in busy season, we had the Rams. You know what I'm saying? We was the Rams when they got everybody, when they got Vaughn Miller, they got Odell Beckham, they uh, traded away them picks, fucked them picks. We had the squad. We had the dream team. Now we look like the Rams of this year. Not saying that the pieces we got ain't good, but they just got to get up to speed. And I don't know if it's like... I don't know if it's just because we just don't have the right people. I think I think I know what the reason is now, but I mean it's, it's work, so it's it's not really important to get into that on the podcast. And I don't want to keep Tyler, but um, we just don't have the right pieces currently, or finding their gel, finding our strive. I guess it's early seasons, but I ain't gonna lie, man, this shit been kicking my ass. Like we, I mean, just today. Like usually Mondays are busier day, and then it gradually declines throughout the week. So Friday's like our easy day, if you will. Nigga, I got out 7 o'clock today. And had I not left early um, yesterday, I would have gotten out at 7 o'clock, damn near 8. Like, we kind of just been getting our ass kicked. I'm not going to lie. So it's been it's been tough. It's been strenuous. And then to go even more full transparency, um, so I, usually I'll get home around 6-ish. I'm able to eat, shower, prep notes, and do certain things for the podcast to get in order to prep for the prep for the podcast. But what's been happening lately is by getting off at seven or eight, and how we're currently recording this at nine o'clock, I wouldn't be able to get to Tyler's till nine or ten. And then you figure we usually do a two-hour podcast because we usually do one podcast episode a week, so we try to give you all like a lengthy, digestible, bite size for your week or whatever. Um, I wouldn't be getting home till like twelve. And then I wouldn't be able to upload the episode to like two or three o'clock in the morning. And I was barely getting sleep. And like, it's mainly on me. Like I've been fucked up last month. Like a lot of shit's been going on in my life alone that I'm not even including Tyler on. And he can speak for his uh, viewpoint, but a lot of shit's been fucked up. And not to mention, I even sprained my ankle. Like I, I, I'm we getting old, bro. Like I'm getting to the point where like my ankle so fucked. I could barely walk. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like carrying that, that all podcast equipment upstairs too, so that's that's the reason why I haven't been able to deliver on my part of the podcast. What you were saying, Tyler? I was like, man, what? That shit crazy as hell, bro. Because like, um, it's starting to get to the point where like niggas really need to stretch. Like, I ain't never, I ain't never had to stretch before work or like after work uh, ever in my life. Because I just go straight to it. I just go straight to the gym. And that that's damn near my stretching right there. But motherfuckers was telling motherfuckers was telling me how, because uh, I work with Auto Glass. If anybody that don't know, um, I saw a video of a nigga's whole shoulder give out and drop the <laughs> drop the windshield on the top of a, like an Audi twenty twenty hood. Mm. Just, just cause, just cause, like he was like, like his shoulder was so strained, and I already got shoulder problems already. So that shit, I was like, God damn, bro. And he was like, that nigga was probably like, I want to say he was like twenty, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty eight, and now he, and now he got shoulder problems out the ass. He got dislocated shoulder. Mm. And um, the thing about it is, it's like, obviously his company paid him and whatever, you know, working his comp or whatever, but like, nigga, that's a, that's a function that you really need every single day. Like how you like, 
I don't know. That shit's crazy as hell. So like, that's why I got, I got actually, I got to really start <clears throat> stretching and take care of my body for real. And um, that's you only got thing. one. Yeah, that's another thing, bro. Like, I'm trying. I I always keep talking about like I'm not really trying to lose weight. I'm trying to just sustain what I have in a long period of time. But like, if niggas are sitting on the couch more than they are going to the gym or like going outside, then that's definitely a problem. And I'm I'm starting to find that as a problem because, um, yeah, like 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 we said, bro, I'm getting that belly now. And I don't want to be a wide. I don't want to be a wide back ass nigga no more. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to be in that category. I've, I've been there. I've been there earlier in my in my uh, lifetime. I I damn sure don't want to look at that again. So, I mean, that's like kind of what you touched on, bro. Like, hold on, let me see if I can find the actual health app. Because what I, the point I was gonna make while I'm looking for the health app on my phone is that like. Do this body shape and shit. We both do physically demanding shit. Like, I'm pretty much, like, in theory, just to give someone a perspective of what I do every day, I could lift, like, things like uh, what Tyler lists as far as glasses and stuff like that, but I'm shopping. Essentially, I'm like the nigga that does the Walmart online orders for your orders or whatever. I'm doing that, but for, like, Walmart parts, right? Just today, I took 12,000 steps. Which is cool because it's like, all right, I'm getting cardio in, but like, I got a bum ankle, nigga. So I'm like doing the shit where you like rock and slide and you rock and slide as you walking because you're trying to keep up with your body because your ankle just, you're not trying to put too much weight and pressure on it. And it's like, I'm getting to the point where I'm getting old enough to where our jobs are physically demanding to where, nigga, it's going to be hard to work out. Like, if you don't work out and your body fucked up on top of that, you really got to work twice as hard to fix your body like it's one thing if you just sit around all day and granted they say sitting is the new smoking which i i just i just believe it's like a moderation thing like i don't like i'd rather trust me me personally i would rather sit all day than smoke but i could see a world where they're like all right nigga, if all you do is sitting that's terrible for you i could see that but yeah man i'm just trying to get to the point where it's like like my average in may is fucking ten thousand steps that's just because we've been working till seven a lot more like I want to be able to work out and actually take care of my body and stretch and, and move and yeah, this shit's crazy. Like get it. We, we 30 next year, bro. Yeah. Anyway, bro. Um, like I said, like, bro, <laughs> um, yeah, it, I don't get thing about it is I don't, I don't get how niggas be going to the gym. Like first thing, like, when they know they gotta get up, if they got a morning job, they I got niggas that I know that will get up at like five o'clock in the morning, be at work at eight, and then get off work and then go about their day, or they go back to the gym. They'll double down on the gym twice a day. I'm double. like, what the f yeah, you doing? Double is crazy. Double Doubling is crazy. A gym on a weekday is crazy as hell. Why would you do that? But I felt killed me. I figure it'd be better to, because then you can crash out. Like if you go early, that's like in a in a perfect world, that's what I would be. If I didn't have a physically demanding job, or even if I did have a physically demanding job, if I could wake up early, get some good nights rest, like say go to bed now, wake up at five, work out, finish that, and then go to the gym and then just go to sleep or whatever. But that's that was like my biggest thing is like reason why I was like hating like 
I was really hating my life because we weren't doing the podcast because obviously you're like you're my best friend and I like talking to you, chopping up with you. But I was hating my life just because it was like, nigga, that's all I would do. Like I would I would go to work at I would literally leave my house around seven to go to work and then come home at seven. It was twelve hour days. And it's just like I wouldn't go podcast, I wouldn't do nothing. So like I I wanna find a balance. Like I think that's the biggest thing with life. Yeah, man. Like you gotta find that balance, but at the same time, it's almost it's almost very, very difficult for you to not try to kill yourself while doing so. Cause everybody cause you think about it, you think about it like this. You got you got your regular work week week. Then then you got you know to get your body you know all situated you know you go you go to the gym you know get your sleep or whatever you know get a massage whatever body maintenance um and then you know you gotta see your you gotta be social or you guys you know see your moms or whatever like you trying to fit that all into what like a 40 like on top of your already 40 40 hour work week you gotta try to fit at least probably like what eight, what I said probably like eight hours of that into that too. Mm-hmm. So the way you think about it is, is that you're always you're in the perfect world. You want to be able to do all that, but at the same time, you gotta be able to sacrifice something for something out of those to be able to really be stable and not kill yourself. So. What I try to do is, is that like I make social time. We do this podcast. Um, I go to the gym tomorrow after work, and then you know every other day I'm going to the gym, and then on Fridays I usually just chill out, go see Mama Dukes, and then Saturday is usually my social time, and then Sunday I'm getting back into the rhythm of what the fuck I just did like the previous week. So, I mean, I mean, with all that considered, though, it's not, it's almost, I wouldn't say for me, it's too straining, but at the same time, you know, you can, you can feel when your shit's about to crack. You can feel like, as far as, like, you're not, like, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, your, your shit's about to fall apart. And that, that's me right now. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen to this body, but I'm just going to go. I don't even care anymore, bro. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to see myself lean. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I feel now because, like, I don't know if you're like this, but like, I go through an array of emotions at work. Because, like, sometimes, like, I'd be at work and I'm pretty, pretty optimistic. Like, oh, I'm about to go kill it. We got to ah uh-uh, get this shit done. Be in and out. Bank job. Nigga, then, like, after lunch hit, it's usually after lunch. I'm like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> shit ain't never going to end. I hate it here. Uh-uh. And, like. Really, I really don't be giving a fuck about nobody at work in the morning. I just go straight to clock in. And, like, I, for me, I got to be able to. You can't talk to me until at least 9.50. You can't talk to me until at least nine fifty, ten o'clock, cause like I'm just like I, I'm mean. I'm really mean. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> like I, I just don't want to be bothered. I, don't, I just want to get the shit out of the way that I need to. And by the time probably like twelve o'clock hits or like one, then I'm good. Like that's why I really start getting in tune with like, all right, I need I need to start doing. I need to start getting this shit done. So around three, I can just be chill and be a lazy ass nigga the rest of the day. 
So see, I wish it was like that, but like I guess all my jobs are kind of like team. It's weird. They're individuals, but they're team dependent like more, too. But your shit's like more like production wise, like yeah. So like you got you niggas gotta be on on you kind of. But I mean, I could go at my own pace. But that's the thing is like it's always a team concept of like. Yeah, niggas slacking, then that that's gonna just affect. That's just gonna make us all have to work harder, and that's the thing I hate about production. Why? Even though I'm trying to get into sales, but like, it's like niggas don't like jobs. Don't understand the concept of like, all right, at five we done, R- regardless of where we at. Like them niggas be like, nah, we uh, shit, we gotta <laughs> y'all niggas don't get out here. <laughs> Till ten o'clock. That's on y'all. It's like, man, what the fuck? But yeah, you know I, how that should be in like school. You know how that should be like how how like the bell ring, and then the teacher be like, nah, that bell don't that bell don't ring for you. <laughs> I dismiss you, know? you. Yeah, I dismiss you. That be how that that be how they be. That's how they be dogging you at work sometimes after after five o'clock. That's how I got my tip. That one time when I showed you my tip, mm-hmm. niggas like what. It was last two. It was. It had to be like last Thursday or something like that. Nigga, it was like seven o'clock in the morning. I was out in Bondurant doing this job. Not seven o'clock in the morning, but like seven o'clock at night. That shit was crazy as hell, bro. Because I didn't get back to the shop until damn near eight, I think. So. And that'd be the worst part about jobs is like you got clothes too. Like man, all right, that's. I'd be man. I'd be like man. I already did the work. Nigga, can have some other nigga clean this up. Shit. Just stupid as hell, bro. And I didn't, I didn't even like when I got back to the shop, bro. I didn't even pick up my shit. I just left it straight on my toolbox. <laughs> but it'd be dead tomorrow. Left the van, <laughs> left the van keys up in there. Oh, this nigga stupid. That's funny. That's funny. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I def, I definitely feel that breaking point shit. Like I, I definitely feel like I'm close. Cause like I guess oh to circle back excuse me to circle back my whole point of bringing up work and all that stuff was like just timing like this shit don't stop bro like I I really want just a day for life to stop like not another day to move forward not another day like I just need a an in between day like <laughs> like I just need time to stop. So nigga can just figure out a few things and just set up a few things so I could actually make some progress in life versus trying to do all this shit within what realistically say I get off at seven, say I gotta sleep, so say I sleep at midnight within five hours. Five hours is not enough time. Like there's not enough time to get a whole bunch of shit together and your ducks in order. At least for me. But mm. Yeah, man, yeah, it's crazy as hell. I need, I definitely need, yeah, I definitely need a time where like I could just like sit and just stop and think and kind of just like kind of recomputerize myself. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, I do apologize to y'all for not being able to give y'all a podcast. But I mean, we can easily do this all the time, especially since I like I already have all the things set up, like. The fact that I don't have to transfer this to three different things to to get this audio episode out there. I can literally just upload it as we're done. But I say all that to say that, uh, hey, man, talk about the Detroit trip. Detroit trip. We, we didn't get to dive into that. How was that? 
Um, it's it's def it's it's man, it's I <laughs> it's an experience every time I go there, man. It's it's it's, it's home. Like I said, man, like I bring to y'all every single week, man. It's home every time I go there. Um, the people, whether it be the people, some family out there, whether it be just like the aspects of just the city all around, it's definitely one of those places that like if you're not scared to go to, I would definitely go to. And um, for me, for me, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of crazy because like, like I like I've been there probably like three or f- three or four times, um, just growing up as a kid, just going on like family vacations and stuff like that. Um, so like, really, the whole city really doesn't. It, it really didn't change for me. Um, until like I started actually getting out there and just walking around, actually seeing it for what it is, and like it definitely is something that like it just it has that vibe to me where like it's like I belong here, and um, never, I never um, I never found a place like that for me. So it's definitely it's definitely experience to be had. Definitely some food to be had out there if you ever go. So outside of uh, going to the game, what else did you do in Detroit that this time around? I went to my fa- I went to my favorite spots. I went to Lou's Deli. I went to Coney Island. Um, I didn't give me some Jets pizza. I didn't give me. Some, it was it was a toss up between Jets or Little Caesars, and those are those are like damn near the Detroit staples of pizza, either Jets or Little Caesars. Mm. But I highly recommend Jess though. Um didn't didn't get any didn't get any of that. Um went to Greek Town for a little bit. Greek Town was not too bad. Um it's pretty much I would I would categorize Greek Town as like the East Village of Detroit. So like it's pretty cleaned up. It's it's pretty um I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's gentrified, but like you, there's a certain type of demographic over there. Um that is in that general area. Um, let's see. What else? What else did I do? What else did I do? Went to Motown again. Every time, every time I go up there, I got for whatever reason. Even if it's just the gift shop, I gotta go to the Motown uh, record studio. Um, just to see what's up. Um, I got I got a cousin that works up there. He just got his job up there, so like it was good seeing him. Um, yeah, bro, and like the thing about it is that um, every time it's like every time I come back, it's like my you you know you know when uh I don't know if you like get the dialect yet or you've heard the dialect you dialect or anybody knows is that um Detroiters have like like a draw to their accent a little bit. Every time I come back, my mom gets mad as hell because I get a little bit of draw. So like how you announce or how you pronounce words or something? Like what do you mean? It's it's kind of like you know how like New Yorkers have their accent and stuff like that and like it's how it's kind of like how you it's kind of like how words are pronounced. Mm. It's 
people say that like Detroit, that like a Detroit draw is kind of like it sounds a little bit southern, a little bit, and I'm I'm not too sure I agree with that, but I don't know. To each his own. But it's definitely how it's definitely how like you talk. Um, you definitely say say foe instead of four or four foe or four and uh do what else what else what else you say doe instead of though you know it's just one of those things where like i i picked up recently in my life and it's kind of it's kind of crazy yeah, I I tend to notice it when you like say like check this out though. Um, that's the only thing I really notice it of like a draw. I could kind of see why they think it's southern. I don't know. I think it's just more so because like Midwest don't really have like an accent. Like, there's not like a distinguished, definitive accent for the Midwest. And I think if anything, somebody told me it might be Detroit or Chicago. What? I said it either might be Detroit or Chicago. I'm trying to think of what would be the Midwest accent. Somebody told me a Milwaukee accent is just like a, a fusion between Detroit and Chicago. So, I mean, That's I believe I, it. I don't know if anybody, if anybody's listening to this, they could like attest to this, but like that's what I heard. So, I don't I, know. I, I believe it because I, te- I don't. Do we know anyone from Milwaukee? Like I said, do we know anyone from Milwaukee? I don't feel like I've ever really met a Milwaukee nigga. That like really reps it, I guess. My my mama's side of the family's from Milwaukee. Mm. Do they have an accent to you? No. At least not that I remember. Because my grandma really lived there for like, I want to say like 20 years of her life, and she died before I even really... um, got a chance to even really talk to her like that or like even like um decipher what she was saying so mm. i think my so uncle had a stint up there too but, um, but yeah man like um people's like as far as detroit goes has a city it's probably the best it's probably the best hidden gem that you could probably think of why because people think it's already raggedy and people think it's already run down people already think it's ghetto as hell so for a person that already has those stereotypes you might if you're really adventurous you might as well just go there and see for yourself you know and then you'll see why you love it so much. I'm, you'll come out. I I'll put it like this: you'll come out thinking completely different of what it is. Oh, I mean, I'm sure. Really, like, because like cause when you think about, it, you really have everything that you need in the city. I mean, it's the Motor City. You know, there's obviously we have car shows. There's a lot of car shows. There's um there's definitely food, definitely known for food. And we got four four sports teams inside the downtown area itself. So 
you know, there's there's shit to do, obviously, in the city. Well, and you got Canada right across the river, so. I mean, I'm sure it's the same, like, when people talk about, like, Iowa, right? Like, there's stuff to do. Like, somebody could be like, oh, the farmer's market's cool, and this and the third, or the fair. Like, there's always going to be stuff in the city, and also... We when like just I'm just using Iowa for example since we both know it's black. Like we know Iowa, so when somebody like bigs up Iowa or talks this uh, third about it, we're kind of <laughs> like, ah, that's all right. And I, it, it's I think it's just also from the aspect from you always visiting. I, do I think you'll still have the same sentiment when you move there eventually and live there? Yeah, I I do. It's just I can see a world where somebody might be, visit Detroit and like find all these great things about Detroit and be like, oh yeah, that's great. And then I can see somebody living in Detroit and then like say they just go to a concert or some shit and they're walking back and somehow they end up on Eight Mile and be like, what the fuck is this? This shit look like a fucking. I'm not gonna diss it, but like. I can see a world like that because I, when I lived in Arizona, Arizona, man, literally me in Arizona was prime example. I lived in Mesa in the Tempe area, so I was around Arizona State University, and I'm walking on campus. They got the palm trees. The shit looked like a movie. It looked like every fucking college type of movie where it just looked beautiful, and niggas was like riding bikes, skateboards, all types of shit. I'm like, yo, this shit's amazing. Then I went to the Drake concert down, down downtown Phoenix. I'm walking by. I'm like, this shit is nasty as fuck. What the fuck is all this dirty ass shit? Phoenix? I mean, I think it just depends on where you're at. And I think to go to the point of where I was giving you advice and was talking about it, like, I don't want to struggle there. If I could be up, up and say, you like, yo, let's move to Michigan. I might be singing a different tune because I'm like, all right, fuck it. It's in the Midwest. You know what I'm saying? It's a popular city. Uh, a lot of black. Um, it looks good. Like, there are some areas of Michigan where I'm like, uh, it looks dope. It looks amazing. You know, El Chicote's there. One of my best friends at FGC. Grim, one of my best friends, period. Um, he's there. Like, there's a lot of beneficial things to Michigan for me, but in order for me to move, especially go somewhere else, like, nigga, I got to be up, up. Oh, I, I cannot be struggling in Michigan. Fuck no Especially like your car No I can just think of scenarios Yeah bro Like um Honestly bro Like Michigan As far I don't know Like insert I don't know Like every single part of Michigan But like Cost of living It's not it's it's, it's definitely. I mean, it's not. It's, it doesn't move the needle. I mean, a little bit, but it doesn't move the needle that much from Iowa. If we're being completely honest, bro. But the scary part is, is like the way the economy's going. Everybody, everything's gonna go up. If, if you can find like a seven hundred dollar one bedroom apartment in Brightmo, and you you'll be straight. But they say you move next year, and that shit might be eight to nine, depending on how this dollar moving. Depending on how the city going. Yeah, that too. So. That too. Speaking of cities in different areas and niggas moving, uh, Dylan Brooks <laughs> got packed up from the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> and well, it's crazy too. Is like him getting packed up. Is he was announced second team All Defensive Team? They told that nigga he can't be there no more. They said <laughs> under no circumstances will he be here. They said under no circumstances, which is crazy as hell. You know, that's like that's like the nigga that got fired that day, but he ain't know he got fired till the end of the day. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan, come in my office real quick. 
The nigga think he getting a promotion or some shit. It's like, yeah, we're gonna let you go. And the nigga mad as fuck. Why y'all let me work the whole shift then? What the fuck? That's like a nigga. I'm gonna say it like this. That's like a nigga. That's like a nigga that show up every day. That show up every day. That's on time every day. That don't cause no trouble. Well, he does cause trouble, but at the same time, like, like his production is low as hell. So production don't meet good attendance. Yo ass is out of there. <laughs> that's basically how that situation went. That nigga was on his final strike and had to behave on his best behavior. Because it ain't like the nigga don't fit there. It's just that, like, he's, yeah, he, he ain't, the production ain't meeting what the fuck he is, so. Like, if you're going to be a bad motherfucker, if you're going to be, if you're going to be like that, then you have to, you have to play accordingly to that, I feel like. Oh, 100%. Nigga just not, nigga is just not playing accordingly to that. Like, he was talking crazy to LeBron. LeBron was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> like, I think we're having a different conversation if he shoots 45% from the field. Or I, I, either, well, not from the field, excuse me, uh, from three. Like, if he shot better, like, that whole series, he shot, like, shit. And it's like, you're talking shit to LeBron, and you're, you're not even defending him because, like, what are you doing? That's like, what I'm saying, though. Like, nigga was just talking just to talk. Just to take an L. Like, can I actually look up uh, his playoff stats? I actually want to know what this nigga I was did. Telling, I was telling you, too, Detroit, we could use a crazy nigga. You could use a silly-ass nigga like him, too. Is that That's why one of my next questions was going to be, uh, do you see Draymond? I want Draymond, though. See, I think it's going to be hard. It, it, it makes sense. It makes total sense, right? Draymond already got everything that he needs need, needs in Golden State. He's been defensive player of the year. Um, he's He's been an all-star. He's got four rings. What else is there except to come back home? He's a Michigan boy, he, boy himself, straight from Saginaw. So, Yeah, I think your only problem with that, though, is nigga, LeBron's out there. That nigga is definitely going to want to play with LeBron. See, yeah. I didn't want to say it, but... I mean, if, if like, say Detroit was kind of like a Houston... I mean, Detroit does have some young pieces. They have Cade. Um, they could very well get a nice another piece in the draft. They could maybe have some potential. I don't know how their money's looking, especially when they just open it up to... Um, Basically, the CBA is allowing more players. Like, you have three, I think, three players with a max contract now. I mean, granted, I don't know who the fuck would give Draymond Green a max contract at this stage in his career, but I guess I could see a world where he stays on the Warriors. Um, yeah, this nigga was ass. I ain't gonna lie. This nigga <laughs> in his final game, what this nigga average? Nigga had 10 points. A foul, a turnover, two assists, and four rebounds. This nigga was caca. Shot 40% from the field. No, from three. And shot 36% from the field goal. Nigga, stop shooting. What the? Nah, this nigga. This nigga, Dylan Brooks, gonna be in China going crazy. You see how, you see how Boogie doing? 
Yeah, boogie balling, man. Boogie is balling. Once they get overseas, once they get across, once they get across that water, bro, they just start balling. Because outside of Europe, no one really plays that high level of competition like that. So, um, care over there. Yo, and this wait, this nigga is light skinned, and he's from Ontario. <laughs> this nigga Dylan Brooks it becomes funnier, and funnier the more I look him up. What the fuck? Um. Gee, I think Dylan Brooks will play in the league. I think and I definitely think he's good enough. I think he has to go to a team where uh I think prime example Actually I kinda wanna look I'm on basketball reference for those of you who do not know. I kinda wanna look up uh his high end build. I think PJ Tucker is a great PJ Tucker, Jay Crowder are kind of great examples of what a Dylan Brooks could accept as far as like a role and like what his job is on the team. Um, how the fuck? So PJ PJ stands for his nick. Oh, his nickname Pops Junior. I I thought that was his name. I was like, nigga, your name is Pops Junior. What the fuck? Sorry, I was reading too much into some shit. Um. But yeah, Jay Crowder, PJ Tucker, I could easily see Dylan Brooks go. I could see Dylan Brooks, no shit, like all, like no trolling, no nothing. I could see that nigga on the Warriors, especially if like, say if uh, Draymond does go somewhere and like goes to a Dallas or goes to Los Angeles, wherever LeBron's at, really. Um, I could see a world where fucking... Dylan Brooks is like, hey, come in here, just play good defense, hit the open three, and we don't give a fuck what you do. We we literally just dealt with it with Draymond Green. <laughs> so I, I can see a world where that happens. I they still let hit open threes. I mean shit. If Looney trying to shoot, but they let pool shooting, the way pool shooting, fuck it. At least you know Dylan Brooks is giving you some defense. And, like, you already dealt with it with Draymond. It's not like you're not used to this type of antics and craziness. Draymond ain't going to be talking, but Draymond don't be talking talking to LeBron crazy. I ain't going to lie. There needs to be, like... <laughs> I'm just saying. There needs to be laws and passages on... Or passage... On like meat riding, because Draymond has been insane lately. That nigga's told, that nigga told Stephen Curry like right on a podcast and start going. That nigga said, "Yo, I told Stephen Curry or Steve Curry to let us, you know, miss a day so we could go watch LeBron break even, the record." I'm I wasn't like, even gonna bring that. I wasn't even gonna bring that up. I forgot all about that. I was. <laughs> I wasn't either. Either time I just thought about it, I, the more I thought about it, I'm like, "Yo, that's insane!" I, that. I ain't forget that. That is crazy meat riding. I would have oh. benched that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, nah, that can't go on no longer. He need to. He need to relax. Just go to the Lakers, bro. At this point. I think he will go in there. Speaking of the Lakers, what do you think of that series? Do you think it's over? Um, I think what I think about this series is that I think this might this might be the best supporting cast that LeBron has had since probably Miami. Hmm. Honest with you, because I'm because 
you got because everybody's had a game. You see, D'Lo had a game. You see, uh, Austin have a game. Who else? Who else? We haven't seen a Schroeder game yet. We haven't. I mean, he might be the only one that hasn't had one. He's damn near due for a game. Schroeder's damn near due for a game. I'm waiting for it. But yeah, AD every other day, Davis. (laughs) Every other day is funny. They was calling that nigga every other day, bro. But yeah, I yeah I I like how I like how this team I like how this team is built, and I like that they they stay aggressive, they put bodies on on Golden State. Um, and I like how they how they just been shooting. They've been going toe to toe with Golden State. They're probably the only team that I've seen this year that's really stood their ground against them as far as when Golden State gets hot, they start, you know, just barraging threes and stuff like that. And they don't stand. They don't stand. They don't they don't shy away from it. So that's what I like about this later scene. It's it's almost crazy, right? Like all you had to do with LeBron and AD was give them niggas that could shoot and niggas that could play defense and then voila. It's crazy how that works. Like I could have told you that. Like yo, I, you ever wonder like why niggas can't be GMs? Like yo, I could have been a GM. Like I would have just got him nothing but defensive players and niggas that can shoot. The fuck? Yeah, man. Like it seems simple as hell, but at the same time, um, we're not management. We're not GM. We're not you know. We're not coaches, so like, what we what what we think sounds good to us, it might not fit for them. So like, it's one of those things where like we're saying all this shit like it'd be so simple, but at the same time, you know, um, the NBA is still like any other sport. The NBA is still a business. The right shit has to fall into place. The right people have to fall into place and stuff like that. So, and I mean like. They're also in a position to where um, the Lakers are in a really good spot. Like I, I think the Nuggets have shown showcased every sort of like reason as to why somebody could be hesitant on them. I think Phoenix is playing out of their mind and they're playing good, um, but they just don't have no depth, and I don't know how many games in the road that fucking like say Kevin Durant and Devin Brooke get past this series but them niggas still got DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul on their team and I don't think I don't think Kevin what Durant and what supposed to do with DeAndre Ayton bro I'm sorry I'm trying to figure this out every single time I watch them shit what the fuck they supposed to do with Chris Paul bro well, let, let Chris Paul <laughs> retire at the end of the season especially if they win the chip and then let fucking Aiden, I ain't gonna lie, I'll try to get that nigga back to Indianapolis. <laughs> like, I, yo, y'all wanted him in the offseason, right? Well, we can work something out. I ain't gonna lie, them niggas is not winning a shit with CP3 on the court. And that's a hard take. <laughs> I got an even harder take for you. I want CP3 to win a chip because I don't want him to be. I don't want him to become the you don't best. You want him to be ringless? No, I don't want him to be the best player to be ringless. Because I don't feel like he would be. 
it's it's a hot take. So I get what I'm saying, but if you get what I'm saying, I'd rather him have a ring and be one of the bottom half players with the ring versus being the best player with no ring. He really might not even be the best point guard of all time without a ring. I mean, the only ones I could think of is like Nash. I mean, technically AI was like a sh- AI was both. AI was like a shooting guard slash point guard, but because he because he is he's he's his number and assist, ain't he? He like top. He like three, ain't he? I think he's up there. I think he uh-huh. might he might be right behind. Um. Uh. What's... Damn. Fuck Utah. What's the nigga's name? He uh, not- be right behind Stockton. Yeah. Wow. I, like two or one. That's how you know I don't give a fuck about Utah at all. I forgot that nigga name. Um, other nigga. But yeah, Stockton. <laughs> <I don't give laughs> yeah, that other, yeah, that other nigga could he could eat a dick. Um, let's see, assist. I actually love. Like doing this from my uh, doing this from my computer because I can actually look shit up. Yeah, he he's uh so Stockton's first, Jason Kidd's second, and then Chris Paul's third. So he really is his number. I was right. Yep, Chris Paul's third. LeBron's not too far. LeBron is he in the top ten? So he's fifth. You said he fifth? Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, and then I ain't gonna lie. I didn't think the Heat was gonna pull away like they did on um the Knicks. I I, I believe the Knicks hype. And then I realized Jimmy Butler's fucking him, and I was like, oh shit. I kind of forgot. He really been getting in their ass. He really has. Which is crazy as hell. Cause apart from Jimmy Butler. What the fuck? What the fuck do you do with niggas like <laughs> like Bam every other game? Cause he wanted them niggas to every other game. Shit, Lowry has been hitting shots. Incredible. Um, fucking like Kevin Love looked like Kevin Love of the Cavs, which is crazy. Like I don't know how Jimmy does it. And that's the thing I, I like. I hate like I'm not even a Miami Heat fan, but if I was a if I was a Miami Heat fan, I'd be pissed because Pat Riley don't spend no money, he don't spend no bread, he don't try to get nobody and like rebuild that roster to help and cater Jimmy Butler. Is because Jimmy Butler just turns it up in the playoffs, so it's like you ain't got to. Niggas have to be really willing to go there, bro. And the, and then Pat works them out. Yeah, if Pat, like, oh, you interested somewhere else? You want how much? Nigga, fuck you. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Um, and then the Nuggets are kind of getting in the ass with the Suns. But if Kevin Durant and Devin Booker keep playing how they play, I I still think they could win the series. Because if Jokic drops a 50-point triple-double and he still can't win, it's like, all right, my nigga, like... There's some cracks in your system. I don't know what the fuck y'all doing, but there's some cracks. Mm. And uh What the fuck going on right now? 42-36. Nuggets, uh Suns, but Celtics ass, bro. 
We just ain't got no dogs, nigga. We ain't got no. I, I, I want to tell you right to your face, but I'm gonna tell you right to you, right to your phone. Um, y'all, what, what? Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. We just. <laughs> Nigga start, nigga starting accident out, nigga. Oh my god, I'm looking at the. I'm about to show you. We just ain't got no dogs. Like we ain't got no some killers, man. We just, I, I just don't get it. It's like we don't want to win. It's like this is the best team that we've had. The coaching, I'm gonna say Eme is a better coach, but I like a coach now. He's not a bad coach. We just. Doc looking like damn y'all niggas ass without me. <laughs> All right, Doc. Doc gotta chill, but we we just not like we don't have them them killer instincts. Like Jason Tatum has had fucking damn near this whole series. If you want to be honest, of career defining like moments and games he could have had to establish that he's him and he's one of the top five best players in the world. Because you had an argument for him being the fourth best player this year as far as MVPs go. And he has not shown it. And he's 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 fucking disappeared. And another thing that makes me worried is like Jalen Brown has been playing out of his mind. I think he had a bad game today, but I didn't look at the statistical stats, so I can't speak to that. So let me not say that. But that nigga's gone anyway. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's like I feel like this nigga want to leave. So like, yeah, we could give them the max, but I don't know if he's going to want to stay here. I'm hoping he stays because I really want him to stay, and I feel like that's a good one-two punch. And I'm at the point where it's like, Marcus Smart, yo, dog, this is not the 90s, my nigga. We don't need heart. Uh, nigga, bye. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I thought, you know, I love Scary Terry, and I think Scary Terry is a beast in fucking Charlotte, but it was like I was hurting when we lost that nigga, but then once I realized we were the fucking Celtics and it didn't really matter... I'm looking at Marcus Smart the exact same way. And it's like, he's a cool point guard, but if he's the point guard, he ain't really doing shit. Like, he's that about... Nigga that nigga a two-guard masquerading as a point. But that's the thing. He shoot like he's a point. He, he shoot like he's fucking Dame. That nigga's not. I Like, realistically, all we need is, like, a, a third threat that can shoot. Like... I like our six men of the year. Our bigs are okay, but our bigs have always been a fall. If we get, I don't know what we could do, but get Marcus Mark the fuck up out of here. Get us a true big so Horford and Robert Williams could play like maybe the four or just have a rotation of three. Horford just need to fuck around with tire. He is getting up there, though. He is, he is getting up there. He got to. He ain't got too many times left on that table, bro. And that's the thing, though. It's like, if we lose Jalen Brown, I don't even know where he would go, which is scary. And then, two, like, nigga, oh, my God. We were going to be in full rebuild because there's so many holes that just open up if, like, we lose Marcus Smart. And, like, no one I don't know because, like, I trust our GMs because they've been pretty good in the past, like especially how much we rebuild the roster because I feel like out of anyone that's like literally not on a LeBron-centric team or a Kevin Durant-centric team, we rebuild our roster more than anyone. Um, like, nigga, I swear to God, if we lose J- Jalen Brown, which we could, 
and it's signed like Marcus Smart or some shit, and don't get a big or don't get a big name. Like it's not some silly ass shit like that. We uh, you know, I think we're seeing the the big three era of basketball die, just because like the only team that's left that's technically a big three is like fucking Phoenix. And even then, Phoenix might be the only ones left because you saw what they had to give up for Kevin Durant. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. If we lose to Philly and Philly don't win the chip, I don't want to hear shit from another Philly fan in my fucking life. Like, y'all niggas have been talking about the process. I don't want to hear about no process. I don't want to hear about no plan, no project. But they ain't winning no chip. Do you get, do you have them past the heat? Like getting past the heat? Them niggas is not beating the heat, man. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Like that'd be crazy if the heat beat all these niggas without Tyler Hero. Like that yet too. They whooping these niggas ass without Tyler Hero, without the Ola Depot. Ola Depot really wasn't moving the needle. Like he just ain't been the same. And yeah, that scary ass incident. I hope he recovers. God, God bless him, bro. Yeah, that nigga, play, that, might not, that nigga might not play ever again. Yeah, he got fucked up. So, yeah, if they if they really like that, if they really if they doing all this without what they supposed to be having, then. We might, we it really, it really is looking like it's playing out to be like, like the the pandemic rematch. Yeah, the bubble. Feel fuck what anybody says. Says that pan that pandemic playoff that pandemic playoffs went crazy because niggas was watching every game. <laughs> niggas had a hoop for it. Whether it be twelve o'clock, <laughs> clock noon. Yeah, that shit was crazy, so. Mm. And plus, everybody's like, er, everybody, and plus, like, everybody's like, oh, I don't want to see another, the bubble rematch, because, because, you know, it was the easiest fucking, it was the less watched fucking, uh, play, like, finals there was. Nigga, it was three years ago. You know, you know how many players that came and gone on both them teams since then? The only fact, the only niggas really that were a constant in both those teams now is Jimmy Butler, LeBron, and AD. Everything else was switched up. So these are two completely different ass teams. Let's get into another topic here. Uh, did you listen to Jackman at all? Damn, nigga, you didn't hear what the fuck I just said? Yeah, I heard you talk about the bubble. And I don't know if that's true, because I feel like, wasn't Lowry's been there for a while? I ain't gonna lie to you, I think the Heat damn near have the same team. Them niggas don't change. Like, who did the Heat have? They ain't got nobody that's moving the needle except for Jimmy. 
Oh, well, yeah. Because, I mean, shit, Tyler's out, but... Tyler was born in 2000? Oh, my God, that's disgusting. Because Bam was there. I mean, Haslam was there, if that counts, but... <laughs> oh, shit. That was funny. Niggas going out to retire the chair. You know, just give that nigga the chair. <laughs> that is fucking funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> um, you don't need a chip. You need a chair. Imagine that's what was holding them back. Is like they didn't want to like take up a spot for Haslam. Like, nah, you keep it, bro. Honestly, for real though. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. Uh, speak while we get break into the action. Um, people rate this shit five stars on uh Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, anywhere where your heart desires for your listening pleasures. And um, we're back. We're better than ever. Hopefully, um, you know, hard times always prevail for us. But we 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 um we definitely we definitely get through the shit. We're we're definitely we're definitely built for tough. Um so <laughs> so yeah. God bless you and thank you for having your patience with us. You know, bro, I just ate a nasty ass pizza, bro. Before we even got on this podcast. I ate a nasty ass Supreme Casey pizza, bro. I ten out of ten do not recommend. Do yes. not get do not get a supreme do not get a supreme pizza, period. But definitely for sure, do not get it from Casey's. Because a Supreme, like they don't be not everything be supreme. Some should be mad regularly. Like you gotta you got to be careful. No Casey. And how I like about Supreme, the only thing I like about Supreme is is really just the peppers and I like see a supreme to me a supreme pizza to me it has to taste like damn near like like a stuffed calzone remember the pizza of calzones where you had the supreme calzones and then the, just a regular pepperoni mm-hmm. that's how that shit has to taste if it don't taste like that to me it's disgusting so and I don't be liking onions. That's the only thing about that's the only thing about Supremes that I don't like is the onions. I'm not an onion person. Hmm. I don't I think I've only really had a Supreme pizza once or twice in my life. Dirty. I guess. There ain't no I guess, nigga. I don't fuck with Supreme like that. Uh, you damn right. I don't either. So, damn mm. yeah, one. So wait, one to two is too many times. So why was it out of your character for you to what? One to two is too many times. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. I've never purposely, I've never purposely gotten a supreme pizza. The only reason why I got a slice of supreme pizza is because I needed to eat. So then, therefore, you purposely got a Supreme Pizza. It's not like a nigga offered you a Supreme Pizza. That's what happened with me. I didn't get that shit. So what the fuck else you gonna eat from there, bro? Because I know you ain't eating nothing. Anything else from Casey's? 
This pizza? I just wouldn't get a Supreme pizza, that's all. That's all they had, though. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Mm. They ain't even have no cheese, bro. That's crazy. But damn, nigga can't make cheese? They was like, nah. This shit was stupid as hell, because there was one nigga back there, and it was... I'm not going to say what cases it was, but yeah. Um, do better. But anyway, <laughs> on to another topic. <laughs> yeah, did you listen to this Jackman album? I haven't listened to that shit yet. I got to listen to it. I got to listen to it like on like a day when I'm just chill or like just, just strolling through a car because I haven't listened to it yet. But um, that nigga say some shit about MGK. No, what he said was, I'm the hardest rapper since the nigga said, I'm the hardest white rapper since the guy that rapped about Moms of Getty and Vomit. Oh, that's probably what sparked MGK's little soft ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically. That nigga, that nigga just want to turn the Nas every time some, white, some other white rapper comes up, bro. Which is a good thing. I, that's what we need in hip-hop. We need people that want to battle each other so we need an mgk bro yeah well if it's white yeah if white rappers gonna be battling each other i'm trying to see that shit like mgk mgk versus g easy versus i'm going mgk all day you actually watching it (laughs) i didn't say that you asked me a question I didn't say I would participate <laughs> about it. I just said I, who I'm picking. Oh, but what if Jeezy play if it ain't safe, it ain't safe. I know. But it's crazy as hell right now because I know, I, I know a shorty and a nigga that will both get a notification from that shit just to watch it. That's disgusting. So then, wait, That's- okay, to. To go since to derive from the Jackman conversation, do you think Jack Harlow is the hardest white rapper since Eminem? Yeah, wholeheartedly. Why are you trolling? You didn't listen yes, to Harlow. What? Why are you trolling? You didn't even listen to the album. No, but I'm listening to. But like, as far as his previous, um, not like not his like pre like in the last year, but like his. Back when Harlow, before Harlow was Harlow, back in like 2018, 19, and 20, 20 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely okay. Can I say? You know, I'm not even gonna go there. I, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, he's. Mac Miller of probably of all time. No, I'll go Eminem, Mac Miller, and then I'll probably go Jack. I ain't gonna lie, my Those... list is disrespectful. Because I'm probably going, I'll probably, my first two, I agree with you. I go M, Mac. Because you're not getting around the topic of a white rapper without mentioning Eminem. You're not getting around that topic. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he's, he, 
he's the thing that doesn't make it a correlation. He's the thing that's the outlier that doesn't like. And there's not a pattern there because Eminem's so far out of this world. Like he's in the regular rap conversation. But not eyes. What? <laughs> Next said you're not gonna put vanilla ice. No shit. Nobody, ain't nobody in this lifetime. He better not be. He, he better not be on a list. But fifty. <laughs> fifty what? Fifty of all time. White rappers. <laughs> no. Bro, he got one song. He definitely top. He's def, no, but that's why I'm saying he top fifty. He definitely top fifty of all time in rapping. You gonna make me look up mad white rappers? Just this proof that this nigga's not to look up white rappers. Got look up of all time, bro, because he up there. Okay, now that we adding the niggas too. No, hell no. I said all time in rap. He's number. He's fifty. He he probably fifty one. Honestly, he probably either fifty or fifty one. Nigga, his single might be fifty fifty one, but that's not Mind him. You, when you think about, listen, listen. When you think about it like this, though, check this out, though. Rap in its genre is only probably about forty five years old right now, right? Right. Guaranteed. Rap is not that old. When you think about the niggas that came and went. Vanilla Ice was in that in that early stages. Vanilla Ice was definitely in them early stages, bro. I'll give you I'll cash up you a dollar right now. And you can tell me one other song outside of Ice Ice Baby. A what? Why dollar? <laughs> Why dollar? Uh, Get with it. You got a song called Get With It? For sure. Uh, what? But okay, what what vanilla ice what 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 album are we talking about though? Are we talking Don't, about the- <laughs> You're not about to <laughs> lie like you're a fan. That nigga said what album? He got an album? <laughs> he made more music. Are we talk are we talking about mind blown or are we talking about to the extreme? Cause to the extreme got got obviously the bopper ice ice baby, it got stop the train stop that train. <laughs> yeah, you saw this. You know, first of all, first of all, Ty, I just want to put this perspective for you. So obviously, you use Apple Music, I use Spotify. Cool. I just want you to know how disgusting this is. When I looked up Vanilla Ice. They didn't use a young picture of Vanilla Ice. They used a current picture. This nigga do look old as shit in this picture. And somehow, so I just got an album called Hard to Swallow, bro. Hey yo, but this nigga got two point five million listeners monthly on Spotify, and then his top three songs is Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby, Ice Ice Baby Radio Edit. <laughs> I, I don't know what's the difference between the two, <laughs> but there's a radio edit version. And then song four is Ninja Rap. I don't know how, but I'm gonna say that sounds racist. I don't bro, know. What the- Ninja Rap, bro. I don't know. 
What am I supposed to do with that? Like, then he had an album called Vanilla Ice is Back Hip Hop Classics. Ice Ice Baby, you dropped the bomb on me. Fight the power, jump around. Baby got back. You got to chill. I got it made. Buffalo Soldier, treat him right. Insane in the midbrain. Ice Ice Baby. Rock Hero, dude. What the fuck? got four different versions of Ice Ice Baby. That's to the extreme, though. Like I'm telling you. Yo, and I know what y'all was probably thinking. Like, yo, Prince, you just named, like, classic songs as hip-hop classics. No, it's uh, Vanilla Ice version. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know if he's, like, <laughs> making his own version. I don't know if he's to the extreme, this shit. Yo, this is a nasty album cover. Stop that train. What the fuck? Juice to get loose, boy. Nigga, why? I see why this nigga was a one-hit wonder. What the fuck are these titles? Anyway, to get back to my white rapper list, um, <laughs> this is a nasty turn. So, my number one, um, number two is Mac. Number three for me personally is Action Bronson. Four. Uh, four. I'm putting Russ at four. Um. Yeah, five. I I, I I I I put I put Jack. He got potential. Maybe six somewhere NF somewhere MGK, and outside of that, oh well, actually scratch that. My fifth is Paul Wall. I gotta show love to Paul Wall. He be killing it. But <laughs> yeah, it's nasty. But then yeah, the rest trickled down from that. Yeah, you no. Said, oh you said nigga Paul Wall. You just described. You just described fucking vanilla's ice albums. Don't be disrespected, Paul Wall. I ain't gonna lie, Paul Wall got it. I was like, we will do a fucking versus if we got to on Patreon. <laughs> Don't disrespect Paul. Wall. Paul Wall versus Paul Wall versus Vanilla Ice in a pay- in a versus. Like you pick five songs, I pick five songs. That'd be kind of fire. Hold on. Oh, Paul Wall is definitely clearing. Oh, that's for sure. If it's five songs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gonna play all five different versions of Ice Ice Baby? That's funny. What age demographic do you gotta be to remember to remember a time and a place where you was bumping vanilla vanilla ice? I'm saying fifty. Yeah, about that. Either 48 or 50. I mean, I think I think it's a good song and everybody could kind of resonate with it and fuck with it. So I feel like it's in the top 50, bro. I don't know about all that, but I feel like everybody like like even little kids, they'll hear it and they'll hear that doom, 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 doom. I, I spit like they'll hear that shit. But like, okay, I can fuck with this. Okay. Like I like this. 
But you ain't never heard anyone go, yo, play that shit again. Yo, go rewind that. What was that? That's never happened. Like, they'll hear once. Well, okay, that was cool. That's it. But niggas talk about, yo, play that shit again, cuz. That shit was crazy. What was that? You made vanilla ice? Let me go check out. I, that's definitely that's definitely a run, that's definitely a double back in the car. I w- See, this is why <laughs> this is why in the future I do want you to get a setup, right? Because <clears throat> I want to look you in the face when you say this. Shit. <laughs> you're not uh, you're not doing that. Not doing what? Playing vanilla ice, 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 baby, back to back. Double back? Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. If it's if it's ice, ice. <clears throat> no, that's why you did that stupid ass cough because you knew you was bullshit. <laughs> no, I did that stupid ass cough because I got some nigga. So, not like that. Not like that. I mean, like yeah, I'm I'm completely I'm yeah. It's just a cough. Just a cough. This nigga funny as hell, bro. Why? You know that nigga that be wilding out eating food? Oh, the that big black dude. Plays not the big ass, not the big ass, big ass action figure nigga, but the other nigga. What other nigga? Have they done something before? I might have seen them. Yeah, it's like that one big ass nigga, and then like like the other nigga that just be like spazzing out every time you take a bite out of something. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen him before. I think I've seen him before. Like Chris Rock, like 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 Pookie from from uh, New Jack City, blasting out. That is fucking hilarious. Yeah, what about him? I'm getting tired of seeing that nigga, bro. <laughs> and I don't know, no, I, I I and like I know, I, I know that's niggas pay and like you know that's what they do for a living. That's how they get their kicks. But at the same time. Fuck, I need to see that for. I mean, niggas can get paid. Niggas get their pay. I ain't gonna never hate on niggas doing that because if, like, niggas be paying for the wildest shit. But my thing be like, okay, so why is that recommended to me? I don't How do you think I would like That's that? That's what I'm saying, though. Like, like, I saw that shit out of the corner of my eye. I'm just scrolling, minding my own business, bro. I'm trying to stay out of niggas' way. And I just see that shit. That shit is in fucking damn. Bro, they doing my name. Bro, they doing they doing Cody Rose dirty as hell. They doing my boy dirty as hell. Did you see Backlash? You didn't watch Backlash, did you? No, I didn't get the chance to this weekend. But I ain't gonna lie, Bad Bunny got it. Like that nigga was god there. That that intro was crazy. Yeah. I'll hey, hey bro. So Trish Trish is back, bro, right? Trish is back. But at the same time, I'm gonna have to go for for the fine for the finest WWE superstar. Um, as far as on the diva side, I might have to go live. That's not a bad one. Is either you ain't mad at that one? 
not mad at that. You, uh, it's either live or, or um, motherfucking um. It's either live or real, honestly. I ain't gonna lie, this might be the most attractive women wrestlers there are in WWE right now. You ain't lying, bro, because, like, back then, growing up, <clears throat> I thought Stacey Keebler was that one. No, Tori Wilson was that one. I mean, they both were, but that was the thing is, like, I think they both were. Well, I think Stacy was because Stacy looked natural. I don't know about Tori Wilson if she was natural or not. Not saying if she's not if she's natural, cool, perfect. But like, yeah, but I think she got a boob. Though. <laughs> but like, because now I'm thinking Bianca look good. The uh, the shorty she wrestled look good. I forgot her name. Grim gonna kill me because he always says she's fine. Bailey look good. Live look good. Bailey came Ripley. out with something crazy. They look like them uh them tearaway pants, you know what I'm talking about? Like we yeah, niggas. Yeah. <laughs> niggas used to be wearing in the nineties, talking about game talk. Oh shit, cause it would have been game talk. She look hey, I'm Bailey. Right. If you I'm need right. me. I'm already knowing. That shit look good. Um, but yeah, bro, like how how dip how the storyline is playing out. And this is us talking about some wrestling people because we we're, we're wrestling fans. How the how the story is playing out. Cody might not win that bitch until next until next WrestleMania. It might not be SummerSlam, bro. It might be because I was I was playing out because they talking about because they talking about another Brock Lesnar. They talking about him fighting Brock Lesnar again at Night of Champions. And then, what is it? But isn't the new belt supposed to be due at the end of the month? Like, isn't somebody supposed to win that? Somebody's supposed to win that at Night of Champions. But I'm saying though, they talking about these niggas fighting again. I'm like, for what? <laughs> like, what the fuck are we supposed to do with that? And I will say, I am tired of the build-up stories, like. I get every story has to have a, like a journey and like somebody has to achieve something and like the chase is important, but it's like, nigga, like how many times you gonna make this nigga chase? Which is why I understand why Cody, I, I understand what, what Triple H is doing. I understand why he didn't want Cody to win at WrestleMania. Cause first of all, cause first of all, it was that nigga's first main event. He never, he never really head, he never really headlined, he never headlined WrestleMania. Period. Ain't no way in hell that nigga's supposed to be losing to Roman Reigns. I think, I think you let him. I think you let him win because he uh, everything you wanted in the story led up to that point and it got to that point. Whereas like it, momentum and energy is a hell of a thing, and I don't know if you're gonna build up to that point. 
Like how all the energy and momentum they had at fucking Mania, I don't know if you could repeat that. Because if you could, then Vince McMahon and Triple H and everybody else in the fucking world will just build up anyone. Right. Because you got to think about it like this, too. Like, Kofi Kingston had momentum, and they was able to make a moment. Daniel Bryan had momentum. They was able to make a moment. Fucking um, Big E, but I guess that wasn't really WrestleMania, and that was kind of there in the pandemic, so that didn't really count. But, like... There ain't been a lot of moments where they built them same niggas back up. It's more of a moment in time. So it's like, it's right. it's a weird dynamic because Roman is top dog. And, but it's like, eventually this nigga gonna have to lose my nigga. So it's like, you really chose not for him to lose now just to make sure he loses in a year, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Along, here's, here's a stat that made me, Here's a stat that made me sick to my stomach, bro. And I don't even want to imagine this. They said, so the longest reigning WWE champion of all time is like uh, Bruce Santana, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that nigga held the belt for damn near, I think it was like some crazy, like two, 2000 or some plus years years 2000 some plus days nigga that damn near equals out to like how much is 2000 days that's like 10 years nigga ain't it um i thought it was like four or five four or five yeah either way that equals like up to like four or five years they was talking about this nigga roman reigns beating up Bro, I will stop watching. He damn near about to do it. I think he's close. All these fucking ads. I hate when you look something up and then like mad ads pop up. Like, nigga, ain't nobody telling me to do all this. But, uh, let me look it up. Do apologize. Title ring. There we go. Oh, nigga. No, no, bro. Bruno said Bruno held the title for 200 for 2,803 days, bro. Seven years. Jesus. That's seven years. And I think Romans just hit a thousand. Right. Nigga just a thousand, bro. Damn. They got that shit because they got that shit to 400 plus. He's at 982. So by the time SummerSlam comes, right, that'll be that'll be a thousand, well over a thousand days. But if I guess if anyone would get to two, it would be Roman. Yeah, no, bro. No can do. No, sir. Because mm-hmm. nigga got five kids, bro. Nigga got family. And you think about the thing about with like being like the head guy, being WWE champion. 
it's almost like being a champion in any other sport. You got advertisement. You got be. You got be everywhere. You got to do all these like endorsements and stuff like that. Nigga got five kids, bro. I'm sure he wants to see him. I'm sure he wants to spend time with him. Nigga's gonna be making his first appearance this Friday. Friday since WrestleMania. Like wrestling? I thought he. He ain't make no pins. Literally since WrestleMania, the nigga's been going, bro. Damn. So the nigga don't appear anyway, you know? <laughs> I think it's like, I don't know, I feel like Brock fucked a lot of things up. Like niggas ain't have to show up to work because of Brock and shit. You damn near might not be wrong. Mm-hmm. Shit is crazy. Speaking yeah, of crazy, oh, but on to the next. Dalai Lama was wilding. Like, why he do that? <laughs> why he asked the kid to suck his tongue? That is nasty as hell. Like, and then what made it so bad is like they were trying to say it's like our culture or whatever, and then they put out an issue state. Like, if this is your culture, like you put out a statement. I don't know, niggas are just nasty. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, that's um, I didn't know what to think of that. I was like, what the fuck. Yeah, that shit was crazy though. But yeah, ten out of ten, do not recommend. Um, I feel bad for the little kid too because that's traumatizing. Because it's like you over here at church or whatever it's called. I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize if it's not considered church. But like you over here trying to get like the good scripture and word, and nigga talk about sucking my tongue. Hey, yo, hell no. <laughs> yeah, speaking of some wild shit, um, genuine might need to retire, bro. That nigga, <laughs> genuine's been doing probably the most craziest shit that I've ever seen in the past couple of years, as far as just being on stage. Cause you know how's the old head? If you're an old rapper, especially or like an old singer from the '90s, you know you're supposed to be cool. You know you're supposed to have a good time, sing all your hits and stuff like that. This nigga been jumping off the stages, landing goofy, still sing, still singing while he's while while he's following. It's to me, it's just always kind of crazy that like. Genuine might be the funniest old head singer I've ever seen, bro. Because you don't see Keith Sweat doing that. <laughs> you know? I, I just find it funny that, like, old heads really just be. Like, like everybody be turning into an uncle, bro. That shit be crazy as hell. Like, he looked like an uncle doing all this shit. Like, why are you doing all this extra shit? Like, no one told you to do that. And here you are doing all this extra shit. Like, that shit is insane to me. 
I just hope to, I just hope to God I just hope and pray that once we that like once 48 or fit once 45 50s roll around roll around we don't see Bryson Tiller doing no crazy stupid ass shit like that <laughs> <laughs> Imagine him jumping, trying to land to the don't beat. That shit would be funny. Don't! Rip off stage, land on a fucking speed, big-ass speaker or something. I think what's crazy, too, is as he was falling, instead of being like, oh, shit, oh, he, he just kept singing, like, kept trying to sing. Like, nigga, if you don't get up off the ground. Nigga talking about in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> See, you try to hit the note there. That is funny. Speaking of old niggas, I hate to do it. I hate to do it because you know I uh, I, I like to stick up for my fellow uh, fellow Bryans. You know, like niggas a great name. I like to represent us. Um, what Bryans though? Because y'all got like three different three different variations of Brian. Well, the one I'm speaking about in this uh, in particular situation is Brian McKnight. That nigga is wildin'. Have you seen what he did lately? No, I haven't. So, to bring you and everybody up to speed, what he did was <clears throat> Brian McKnight has had kids from a prior to relationship. And now he moved in with this current I guess wife and you know has been with his current wife and his current stepkids for some time now and I think he even had a kid with this uh, woman so Brian McKnight has a junior who's an artist and it's currently singing but it was in his prior two relationships so he don't fuck with that nigga no more and he named his new baby with the new mistress or a new wife excuse me uh, Brian McKnight Jr. So there's two Brian McKnight Juniors. Just how George Foreman named like all his kids George Foreman. <laughs> Same thing with Brian McKnight. And nah, then Foreman, he's sick as hell for that, bro. But hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. So it was one of the daughters' birthdays, and I, this is one of the daughters in a new relationship, a new family. Uh, let me see if I can look it up currently right now. I ain't gonna lie, I do love. I know I said it before, I'm gonna reiterate. I like being on my PC because I can actually look up shit to not speak from my fucking ass. Um, which is crazy too, because Brian Manite Jr., the first one, is still going by Brian Manite Jr. And uh, where's the post? I go by the second <laughs> at this point. Uh, so I guess he just does not fuck with his past life right I don't know what happened between him and his daughter but this was the post this was the post a few weeks ago or excuse me I guess it's it's dated so this was the post last year Brian McKnight says today we celebrate you Jules on your birthday your mom and I couldn't be prouder of you and couldn't ask for a better daughter than you happy birthday to the best daughter ever love you zillions mind you how many kids does Brian McKnight have we gonna look this up currently he said all that right to the stepdaughter to the stepdaughter this nigga got 
one, two, three, three kids. Three kids, huh? Three kids where he left that relationship, died that dynamic and was like, yeah, fuck y'all niggas. Hey, Jules, love you. I ain't never known what it's known to be like to have a daughter in my life. Ah, ah, key, key, key. And mind you, he got two daughters prior to. I guess one. All right, let me see. He got a daughter. So that to me is insane to say about your family as you got family members that you just not fucking with. And then to name your kid Brian McKnight <laughs> you're like, you ain't got a McKnight <laughs> It's crazy. Y'all niggas showing out at the, at the at the Nuggets game. Y'all got Sean Payton and Russell Wilson both on sideline. This nigga ignoring the Brian McKnight. <laughs> no, I ain't trying to hear that bullshit, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh well, yeah, that's crazy as <laughs> hell. First of all, what would you do if he was the first one? Like what? What would you do if he was the first Brian McKnight? So I'm changing my name to a different Brian type. Like I'm changing it. Like whatever my Brian, <laughs> whatever my Brian is spelled, or however my Brian is spelled out, I'm putting the, I'm either putting a B B I A N or that bitch is going to B R Y A N. That was and crazy I'm, too. Sorry. I'm coming up. Or a junior, I'm becoming a first or a second. What's crazy too is honestly, Bri- which one would be would you be the first or a second? <laughs> I don't know because you're a junior, so it'd be like the second or the third to be honest. But what's crazy is, like I said earlier, Brian McKnight Jr. is an artist and is a singer, a songwriter, and a dad. This nigga is going by Brian McKnight Jr. <laughs> it's not like he didn't go by his name already. So his dad knew all that. It was like, yeah, fuck that nigga. I'm going by this. That is that is insane level of hate. Are you mad? Would you be mad in that situation? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm more mad at the Brian McKnight Jr. part than the daughter part because I can take some shade. Nigga, don't give the nigga my name. What the fuck? <laughs> like you gave me that name. <laughs> that is I insane. Lie, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I, I I'd be pissed for a little bit, but like I said, I'm changing my name to a different type. Yeah, for sure, you got. To. So I'm changing it from like, I'm going from T Y L E R. I'm going to T. I'm going like T I L E R. But I mean, I kind of understand why he didn't change it because it was like. Like you're you're a songwriter and you're a singer, and your daddy is Brian McKnight. I get why you want to keep Brian McKnight Jr. So just just by accident, if niggas Google Brian McKnight and they just happen to find your song, it makes sense. Like from logistics standpoint, I 110 percent understand it. So he might have to take the L, but the rest of the kids, like the daughter, like yeah, I would not fuck with that nigga. I changed my last name immediately. I wouldn't even hyphen this shit. I would just change it. But like. You just change it. Like everything else is is fucking insane. So I guess like the main reason why him, like Brian McKnight and the daughter are not uh fucking with each other is because 
I don't know how this came to be, but allegedly Brian McKnight knew about something that happened to his daughter. Supposedly she messed with someone older in their family. That's what he alleged. So he wanted to get the results of that alleged incident. I don't know how, maybe DNA or something. I, I really don't know how. I don't know the logistics. I'm just freestyling this. I don't really feel like Googling this, too, because I am on my PC, and I don't want to look up Brian Knight sexy. But so he accused his daughter of having, like, relations with somebody older in their family, which is kind of a weird thing to accuse your daughter of. But but I guess she's also older at the time, so I don't know. I think she's of age. I'm misquoting here, but... And... Instead of getting the records of just that one incident, he wanted all her records of like her dealings with like relationships and people she was involved with, which in her defense, rightfully so, she's kind of like, nigga, what the fuck do you need all that for? If you're accusing me, like basically if you're accusing me of having sex with this one person, soon we get the DNA results of that instance of the one person, which I don't even know how you get this shit, but I guess you can. And she was like, no, nah, I'm not doing First of all, I'm grown, so I'm not doing that. You don't need no everybody fuck. Just like, just know I didn't fuck him. For real though, honestly. And if like, if that was the case, I could see a world where she don't fuck with him. But for him to just put all that sauce on her and not fuck with her and then say fuck the other two kids on top of that as you get like into a new relationship is like, nigga, that's that's weird. Yeah, you ain't lying on that, bro. Uh, I wouldn't even. Yeah, that situation is crazy as hell. Yeah, so I guess God bless everybody. <laughs> but yeah. Everybody just be safe out there, bro. Because it's like, yeah, I know he's complaining about our problems in life, being crazy and hectic and busy and all this shit, but it's like, yo. It could be way worse, bro. <laughs> it could be yeah. another Tyler Gross out here. <laughs> Niggas out here with the same name, <laughs> same blood and everything. That's crazy. It's really like that episode of um, Tyler Perry's House of Pain, where where uh, CJ named both his kids Jasmine. Oh, it's crazy. Like, you gotta explain that your dad's stupid. Like that. That'd be the type of shit that piss me off. Like I gotta explain my dad's dumb. Like what the fuck. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Hell no, nah, bro. Yeah, no. Nah. Mm. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Or you want to wrap this up? Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up, bro. Because like it's starting to get to that. I'm I'm starting to damn. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it finally felt good to be back on the podcast, Tyler, for episode one twenty one. Where you where, 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 uh, where are you trying to eat at? Cause I got something to, I got I got something to talk to you like all script. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you find that shit out, bro. You're right. I do need to find it out. But let me close the pod. Then we can talk about that shit after. Uh, yeah. So, what is your closing statement for episode one twenty one? Man, it's good talk to everybody, man. Good being back, being the voice of the people, being the voice that that y'all need to hear. Um, good chopping it up with my with my brethren, my motherfucking brother. 
And uh, yeah, we we apologize. We we wholeheartedly apologize for not being here with you guys. You know, not talking, not being your daily, not being your Tuesday laughs and stuff like that. But like, you know, as much as we like to entertain y'all, we also got our own shit going that we need to take care of and address first before we let y'all into our world. So just be patient with us like you have been every single year, every single time y'all tune in. We appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Respect to you. Be safe out there, y'all. Um, and I and, and be cool, bro. Be cool because um, hydrate and all types of shit because like how this some how how this how this weather looked like it's turning out this summer is going to be a bad motherfucker. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be a bad motherfucker, bro. So just make sure that you're staying healthy, getting in shape, and drinking what you're supposed to be drinking. And that's all I want to say to y'all tonight. And God bless you. And rate this shit five stars. Yeah, man. Like, I ain't gonna lie. That's what I was spitting. Like, I'm trying to get the fuck about these warehouse jobs. I'm I'm practically done by this summer. Like, before <laughs> summer ends, because I ain't trying to get cooked. Like, this should be hot. That's how you losing that water weight though. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah man, I sorry that like life's been kinda hectic, but I ain't gonna lie, this is super nice. Like the fact like even if me and Tyler keep talking for like twenty minutes, I'm actually gonna be probably done uploading this shit and have it all ready to go on YouTube. Like I gotta do both at the same time, which is kinda crazy. So I mean if this doesn't sound like the greatest episode of the world, I do apologize. But you know what I'm saying? If if we if we can make it work while I'm still here at this current job, then hey, we might be able to crank out more episodes for you because it's not as taxing on us. It's not like we have to physically be there. We could just kind of hop on a call real quick, and shit. Maybe we could do two episodes a week or something like that. I don't know. But we had to give you guys something, man. I was feeling guilty for not giving you guys nothing in a month, but um, we damn uh, sure. Yeah, I love y'all, man. Uh, y'all be safe. Y'all be smooth. Hopefully, y'all enjoy this and uh, get, get to doing more interviews and all that stuff. So, we out. Bye.